Are we live? Yeah, we're going. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Premier Football Podcast. I'm Rafe Garland. I'm Joe Doherty. Um, welcome to the pilot edition, the first ever edition, <laughs> <Yeah>. Joe, <laughs> of the, the Premier <laughs> the Premier Football Podcast. He can't even remember the No, the we've, we've been yeah. trying to decide on a name for weeks now and we've finally settled for that. Um, how long have we been talking about this pod? I think since we uh, just... Three years, yeah. something like that. Far, yeah, far, yeah, far yeah, too long. Yeah, yeah, here's me anyway, and we're ready to get started. Um, this week, unfortunately for some, um, it's an international break. I'd, I'd say probably unfortunately for unfortunately all. Unfortunately right? for all. Yeah. This, this, this should be a Premier League <laughs> podcast. Um, unfortunately, we're stuck with our first topic being international football. Yeah. England, though, are playing this evening. And Joe, you prepared a little bit to talk about. Yeah, well, I suppose we were just kind of going to run through England and Ireland and who they're facing up against um, the challenges they have to come, how um, what their prospects are for qualifying so England, for Euro 2020. England are obviously flying. And yeah. There's yeah. no doubt that they're going to qualify. The only talk seems to be about squad selection for England. Mm. Um, that's the thing. Like England are always so highly seeded in the world rankings that they always get a, a piss easy group. And it's the question of facing up against the likes of the Czech Republic and Kosovo, who are the two next best teams in the group. And it's an absolutely never in doubt that they're going to qualify for the for the major championship as you said the major talking point is the squad selection Delhi Ali's being left out I think that's the correct decision Jesse Lingard as well Jesse Lingard as well another correct decision if you remember from the World Cup they were the two attacking mids that played in behind Harry Kane so it's going to be Mason Mount who's at a fine start he looks at yeah, James Madison pulled he, out of the squad he has he has but Mount in particular has looked very promising for Chelsea I think he scored three or four goals already in the league we'll, we'll talk a little bit of Mason Mount later on in the pod Joe we will I think that he could have. Do you think there's an argument for starting the likes of Tommy Abraham or Cameron Wilson in games like this? That, that are dead, are the squads out yet, actually? Yeah, I, yeah, they are. The, the thing is that Harry Kane is captain, so he's always going to play. But Kane has been in poor form for Spurs so far this season. I think that he's only. I can't remember the last time he netted a goal that wasn't a penalty. We can't bring you breaking breaking news. The lineup um, the lineup's been announced already. Yes, Jordan Pickford starts in goal. Danny Rose left. Maguire, Keane, Michael Keane starts centre back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if you saw him for Everton last week. Uh, trying to pick up who wasn't. It was Jeff Hendrick from a corner. Right. Yeah, and Hendrick got on the end of it. He got on the end of it. Was Michael yeah. Keane watched him and pointed him run across the box. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some some bang average defending. I was I'm quite surprised to see him in the squad. Rice and Henderson obviously start with Mount. And they go with Sancho Kane and Sterling up front. So it is Kane. Yeah. That I think I think that's a strong team. I have to say, I haven't been overly impressed with Declan Rice so far for West Ham. Um, and he looks he looks like one for the future. Though. He does. He does. He and I think he'll probably, he'll probably get there. picked up by one of the bigger bigger sides in the near future. But I mean, as I was saying, like Harry Kane, he's not hit form yet in the league, but he's been no. the talisman. He's their number one guy. You might argue that Raheem Sterling is the talisman. He is. And he, he, he is. is. And I think in the future we'll be seeing the likes of Jaden Sancho um, bring a lot more to the table. Obviously, he's doing the business in the Bundesliga. We've yet to really, really see him contribute in terms of significant goals and assists in key games yeah. for England. Absolutely. No Interestingly enough, he's gone with uh, Kieran Trippier at right back. Playing for Atletico Madrid now. Uh, yeah, ahead, of, ahead of the likes of, well, even Kyle Walker was and in the squad. Trent Alexander-Arnold is a big one. Um, I think, to be honest, I think that he's lucky to win the starting lineup. I think he's incredible. Yeah. He's been playing well for Atletico Madrid. Well, I don't know if well, you've seen it, it, If you've seen who he's, co- he's coached by, you'd expect yeah. he'd be playing well. Otherwise, like, what's the point in signing him? I think that Diego Simeone is one of the best motivators in the game. So um, it's no surprise that he's been doing well for, for Atletico 
retirement, I suppose, yeah. or is totally going to be selected. Granit Xhaka is captain of Arsenal. He's also been vice captain of Switzerland for years, and he was captain of Borussia Mönchengladbach at the age. He's of also 21. come out and said that he doesn't care about the armband and he'll play if Shakiri's captain. He doesn't but care. Which, which is a, he's a team player. He's a team player. And that kind of he's means that he material. should be captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. He's not I, I, I think Una Emery host had a, an open vote, and Xhaka was voted um, leader, and he would have been chosen by the coaches anyway. As, as captain, so it's absolutely. I've never seen Shakiri wear the armband for anything. He doesn't even no. make the bench for the no. of the moment. And look, so. to be honest, as an Ireland like, fan, I'm delighted to see Shakiri in the squad and Jacket in the squad. <laughs> <laughs> Ireland from set pieces, a few on the edge of the area. He's he's going to give away two or three, and he's going to give us a chance. Um, yeah, yeah, he's going to get booked. But look, I, I, I think I think talking about Jacket and Shakiri is, is a brilliant way to transition slowly away from the international football. It is, yeah. Until into next the, time round, the real stuff. Get into the real stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There's, only, there's only one place to start, which of course has to be the number one team, the unbeaten team, 100 percent record in the Premier League, Liverpool. Yeah. Joe, is the title stitched up? Have they won it already? Of course not. No, no, no. You'd be an absolute fool to say that Liverpool. Chris Kirkland came out and said the, the title was in the bag. Doesn't know what he's talking Gary about. Neville said the title was in the bag. Well, he would, wouldn't he? He would play <laughs> nine games with the, with the Liverpool side. How many times have we seen uh, teams be in a eight point? Is it eight points they're ahead? It's Liverpool had seven last year in January. And so many times over the years, you've you've been in February, March. You think back to Newcastle, Newcastle, Newcastle in, in yeah, what was it, ninety five, ninety six, something like that. Yeah, the um Keegan's famous quote. I would I would love it if we beat that right. that year. Yeah, and um, no, I'd be surprised if Liverpool didn't win the league, but to write off Manchester City, right now, their own peril, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I thinking back at the last time. But, Obviously, they lost on the, on the weekend, but the time before they lost, they went and beat Watford 8 0 yeah. in the next game. So, I, 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 off the top of my head, I can't remember who they're playing. You might be able to correct me who they're playing in their next match, but I wouldn't really. Who Liverpool are playing in no, the next who match? Who City are playing in the next match? Because I really wouldn't I don't know who City are playing in the next match after no, losing at home to Wolves. No. <laughs> Liverpool's next two games, Spurs and United, they are on the yeah. verge of becoming. The most, well, not the most successful, but in terms of going on the longest winning streak in Premier League history. 17 at the moment, isn't it? 17. United one more to equal it, one yeah. more to beat it. Yeah. Um, I can't see anything other than a comfortable Liverpool win against United and Spurs, to be yeah. perfectly honest. Who we'll talk about a little bit later, later on, on for yeah. their own miseries. Yeah. Staying with Liverpool for another minute or so, are they the complete team? Do they play total football? Is there a way to beat them? There's definitely a way to beat them. I think that... Um, the, the Arsenal game, obviously Liverpool, there was a stage where Liverpool were very comfortable 3-0 up. Had Pepe and Aubameyang taken the relatively straightforward chances that presented themselves inside yeah. the first 40 minutes, it would have been a completely different game. Leicester, of course, I feel are done by Napoli have beaten them this year. They will be our chinks. I think that Liverpool were previously the kings of the counter-attack, and now it's got to the stage where if you're able to soak up the pressure... And if you have fast wide forwards and you can hit them on the break, you can like, you can do like a Liverpool, Liverpool. Liverpool. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you can, can have Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, Leicester almost yeah. did it. Yeah, soak up, soak up the pressure. Not so much in Liverpool because you don't, don't want to play with, with, you don't want to play with a high press against Liverpool because I think no, the players are too technically good. You don't, but if, if you can invite the fullbacks onto you, there seems to be a little bit exactly. Yeah, yeah. Teams teams have started to target Trent Alexander-Arnold. They haven't had a lot of success. Yeah, but they are identifying that the space isn't behind. Interestingly, it was. Uh, Robertson, who was targeted against Arsenal, and Pepe beat him time and time again. It's the first time that I've ever seen Andrew Robertson be out though by another player. And Pepe's dropped off a bit then, but I, I, I do think that there's some. Anyway, we can come to him later. Um, I'm getting sidetracked. No, Liverpool are the complete package. They're European champions. They're 
eight out of eight so far in the Premier League. Who is their most valuable player? The most important for Liverpool, do you think? Yeah, you have to say Van Dijk. I also think an unsung hero would be Jorginho Wijnaldum. Absolutely crucial, crucial in the yeah. midfield. He's the one they caught never leaves out. He'll drop... Actually, Fabinho as well. No, Gini's Gini, been left out. Gini was left out of the semi-final against Barcelona. Was he? He was. He came right, back to the court. Um, no, he did. He did, didn't he? Yeah, no, yeah, he did. Yeah. But like, I think that he's... I think Van Dijk gets all of the plaudits. Obviously, he was named... Player, or he's shortlisted as player of the year. And obviously, Mo Salah gets the goal. You're going to say Firmino, actually. Even, even Sadio <laughs> Mane gets the goal. But, I mean, if you watch Liverpool without Roberto Firmino on the team, they yeah. are a different outfit. Yeah. And if... I think it's the one area in the pitch they don't have someone that can come in and do a similar job. Yeah. They have no one that can play that false nine job the same way. They have four world-class defenders, and I'm going to say Dejan Lovren is a world-class defender. No, he's not. You're talking about He's him. a World Cup finalist. He's not. He's fourth choice. Champions League he's and World Cup finalist no, two years ago. Most teams in the Premier League, will be, City will be looking at him at the best. No, 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 they wouldn't. Dejan Lovren? Okay, well, let's, De- let's talk about City. Dejan, Does he De- fit into City's squad at the minute? With, with injuries considered. Any centre-back, which fit, Scott John Mustafi would fit into City's squad right that now. That is a big, injuries. big shame. That's, that's absolutely... Uh, Mustafi and Lovren are on the same level. They're that sort of... I suppose Mustafi is a World Cup winner by the logic that... Yeah, he is. Lovren is a, is a World Cup finalist and Champions League finalist. I, I think that Lovren was left out of the... Uh, the Liverpool squad until the last weekend. He's their fourth choice centre. He is the fourth choice centre back. No, no, no. Matip, Matip has been. He's behind three say. very good centre backs. But look, we'll move on to City. Um, Pep Fraudiola. Am I right or am I wrong? Um, is it third season syndrome? Didn't he have similar hiccups with Barcelona? Just and... this week, he's threatened or offered. I'm not sure whichever way it was. Uh, fourth to, season syndrome. To, to quit the club should they cease winning games. Mm. What do you make of that? Is that is that a noble offer, or is he just walking away from all of his responsibilities? Um, I would say it's neither. I'd say that he's not somebody who likes to hang around. You have to look at his tenure at Barcelona. I think it was four or five years at the top. Yeah. Um, Bayern Munich was three years. He signed an initial three-year contract with City, which was extended, and I would not be surprised at all. Either way, if they win the league or if they don't win the league, if he walks away at the end of the season. That's just... I wouldn't be surprised to see it either. And I wouldn't be surprised... To see City be as strong, if not stronger, under the next manager, because the mm-hmm. way that football club is run. That's the thing. That's the thing. It's not just about well, his coaching, coaching is phenomenal. It, it, but they it will, is, ha- they will have a top class coach lined up. They, they, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's they're, they're the complete opposite of Manchester United. They're the com- they have <laughs> they both have the Manchester United's. Um, they don't have a plan. No. They don't have the. They're producing some academy players, but City's is definitely a better academy. The money that's been pumped into it. The different backgrounds of players who are coming through well, there. You can even and see the, the, when the plan, the directors and and how many burn, how many seen. players the city identify, go out and sign, and then leave out of the first team. How many of them don't fit into the first team? How many of them? None. None. They None. all like the great. They all Not. instantly do a job. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you look at some of the signings from other teams in the league. You look at United, Spurs, Everton, teams that you would expect have having seen the money that they've been spending, maybe Spurs to a lesser degree, mm. haven't spent over the last couple of years, but there's a, a real lack of forward planning. Liverpool have obviously mm. been phenomenal with their planning as well. Yeah, they have. And there's a reason that those two teams are top of the league, because they've if these are projects. These aren't teams, these are projects that have been three or four years in the making. Yeah, that's it. In a really clear, obvious direction. And even if, if Klopp was to work, walk away at Liverpool, I think it would be similar. I think the next manager would 
seamlessly transition into it because they obviously would know what they want to do. They go after the right type of managers and people that do a job in a system. In this day and age, you have to have that. Um, I could bring up the example of Watford who fly through managers. They have no problem uh, sacking managers. They and then going back to old managers. Old man, yeah, they had Kiki Sanchez Flores, then they had Walter Mazzari, then they moved on to. What was the man who just got sacked? Gracia? Yeah, Javier Gracia. Yeah. Um, in between them now, Marco Silva, and then Javier yeah. Gracia, and now they've gone back to Kiki Sanchez Flores. But the continuing thing is the lads upstairs. The directors, the guys, yeah. the, the 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 football men who are not on the on, on the training ground, who are planning and implementing their vision and making sure that they're, you know, competing to the best of their abilities. Yeah. And you never have to say, even though they've had a shocking start to this season, that Watford have been punching well above their weight over the past few years since they got back into the Premier League and after the close of the structure. Well, they, they haven't, haven't, haven't. They've also thrown a little bit of money around recently. Not too much, man. Not too much. Okay, not compared to some other clubs. No, obviously not. We got sidetracked. We were talking we about. We did. Yeah, the, la- the last point that we have on City is um, Phil Foden. Yeah. Well, Pep this week saying that he would not sell him for five hundred million pounds. Yeah. Joe, five hundred million pounds is a lot of money. Yeah, you'd sell anyone. You could buy two and a half Neymars for that. Yeah. You'd sell anyone for that. It's. Um, you could buy Messi for that. You could. You could. I don't know what Ronaldo's buyout clause is. It used to be a billion, and I reckon that Real Madrid would have easily accepted that at an early stage. Yeah. It's, um, but how much did he go for? 80, 90, yeah. 100, something so like if that. So if Cristiano Ronaldo was worth 80 or 90 million. Yeah. Pep, well, it's, it's, the thing is that Pep doesn't even select him for games. No. So he's, just, he's just building up the last confidence so that he doesn't I've, feel... I've, like, I've heard this, and I've heard both sides of the argument. The other side with the Phil Fountain thing is that Pep has done this before. This isn't the first star that he's had come through. The likes of Sergio Busquets and Thiago, apparently if you take the combined age of those two that were both academy players in Barcelona, they were uh, 17 and 19 respectively at the time that Guardiola took over. And after the same period of time that Guardiola had been managing, Phil Foden had twice the number of minutes on the pitch as these guys. Really? He's got more than two of them combined. Because he's barely played. But he's played more than these guys. And I think that even though Pep knew these guys from the academy system in Barcelona, there was no rush to shove them into the first team. Yeah. And he does gradually introduce these guys. It's an incredibly important position, central midfield in a Pep Guardiola team. Yeah, of course it is. It's, it's the most important position. It is how, the, many, how many cent- Isn't there a great Pep quote that if you're a central midfielder, you could, there, if he could, he would choose a team of 11 central midfielders. Spain did something similar in the World Cup a few years ago. No, yeah. but I'm sure that he's, I'm, I'm absolutely sure that that's a quote. Yeah. No, it, it, yeah. yeah, and I think that there is an argument to say that he does know what he's doing um, and if Phil Foden is happy to ride it out for a couple of years, Gareth Southgate, going back to the international stuff, said that everybody's got yeah. their own journey. Yeah. And yeah. although some of the teenagers, Jaden Sancho left City a couple of years ago for first team football, he's in the He's in the England setup now. Yeah. He's on the cover of FIFA 20. You know, he's he's yeah, he's, yeah, the, yeah. he's the big deal. Maybe that'll be found in a couple of years. I suppose that playing at a club like City with, with a sta- with the expectations with central midfielders like David Silva, Kevin yeah, Brown, Fernandinho, yeah, Bernardo Silva, Rodri, the new with Rodri with a coach like Pep Guardiola. Is there a better environment to learn your trade? Obviously, you want to be playing, but there's probably not. And I mean, how he's he's not going to be. You know, he'll be frustrated that he's not getting more minutes, but when he looks around and sees the caliber of players he's up against for that first team spot, he can make no complaints. And if he's getting minutes in the 
early stages of the Champions League and the cup competitions and the odd um, Premier League game here and there. And he's doing fine for now. He's doing alright, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll move on in the table a little bit. So hang on, before before we do, um, yeah. Liverpool and Manchester City, one and two for you. Yeah, without doubt. I mean, Arsenal are just a point. The team we'll talk about next. Are just do a point you want to maybe indicate who's going to finish where? Do you, I asked I, you to start Liverpool have it sewn up? You yeah, no, they don't have it sewn up. No, I think Liverpool will win it. It's hard to look past them. Yeah, it? at is. this stage. But I, Liverpool top of the league, they do enjoy a collapse. Yeah, if that if it. that gap suddenly drops down to five or six points, four or five points, Liverpool get nervous. Still, five or six game weeks left. It's been 30 years, it's time. But City have done it, they've got the pedigree. Yeah, of course they do. Right, course in they the run-in, they'll back themselves to go and win it. Of course they will. I think right now, City back themselves to win it. They wouldn't be thinking any other way. I think that I think that Liverpool... Um, I think that it's way too overdue. Obviously, we weren't around in the late 1980s, but if no. you had been... If you had, like... 70s, if someone had yeah. said that Liverpool Football Club will not win the league... After what was it, 1989, 1990. I think it was 1991. 1991, they won it for the last time. Yeah. Yeah. Early night, late 80s, early 90s. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. 18 Premier League, six European Cups. So, yeah. Yeah. Liverpool won again. Liverpool won City 2. Yeah. Yeah. 3 and 4. Arsenal, Chelsea, teams we'll talk about next. Um, There's another shout as well who will get to later. We'll get to it. Your shout is Arsenal. I think Arsenal. Yeah, and it maybe not in. I think Arsenal actually will probably have. more than Chelsea, I think that they do have Arsenal. Chelsea. Arsenal, Arsenal are an interesting team. They've really shifted away from the Arsenal Wenger years. If you look at the, you, you can look above the, <laughs> the coach and see the likes of Raul Sanjay, who've been brought in, and um, they have to spend Mislin Tap for a time. He's been replaced by Edu as the um, as the head of scouting. Uh, look at the squad. Like Google it. Look on Wikipedia and the amount of Arsenal Wenger players who are playing week in week out. They're just not there anymore. The yeah. only one who stands out to me is Granit Xhaka. You could say Hector Bellerin as well. He's just coming back from injury. But the rest of them are Unai Emery players. Yeah. Um, and although we really faded at the back end of last season, we were just one point off fourth. We got to the Europa League. Arsenal got to the Europa League final. Arsenal? And they've started the season in a pragmatic fashion that I expect them to continue in for the rest of the season purely because it is so important that they qualify for the Champions League. Arsenal confuse and frustrate me. Right. Okay. Why? Well, you say it's so important. It was important last year. Mm. They blew it. Yeah, they absolutely totally blew it. It was a Arsenal was a are game. also third. Yeah, yeah. After eight games, and they're, only they're third in the 2019 table as well. The calendar yeah, year yeah, table. They yeah. are third. They do. I don't feel like that Arsenal team are the third best team in the league. I think they are. They're a team that can't defend. That's, I, they, I well, sorry, they, they have new defenders. We haven't seen them defending yet. Did you watch Arsenal play against um, Bournemouth? They won 1 0. Yeah. It was, first, a, was that the first clean sheet of the season? It's not. The first clean sheet was on, in the Premier League was on the opening day against Newcastle, where we also defended well. But it was a really compact, solid defensive display. There was nothing that troubled us. And Bournemouth are a good attacking side. Especially away from home. They have the best record away from home, and not the, the yeah. best. I saw the top yeah. two. They have the best away record. And Callum Wilson has the best goal scoring record on the road. Um, so they're definitely a good side on the road. 
Um, I brought Josh King into my fantasy team, expecting him to. He's he's, or, he's always in my fantasy team. He's a solid player. <laughs> um, but so they look. They've had their troubles at the back. Yeah, that's absolutely fair to say. Yeah. The, you look at their their midfield. There seems to be some debate as to who can start. We'll go back to the midfield in a sec, and that's they the they, they seem to over rely on goals from Aubameyang. Look, he's a world class player. He's brilliant, but it's difficult to see two years down the line where they're going to be without that superstar carrying them. Um, obviously, Lacazette is a fantastic footballer, mm. but he's not a Bamiyang. Yeah, yeah. The midfield three. Um, Torreira has not been starting games this year. Yeah. Can you explain to me why? Lucas Torreira had a really, really good spell for Arsenal between maybe mid-September to January mm-hmm. of last season. Yeah. After that, he, he got injured and he came back and he wasn't quite the same. Since then, Una Emery has been deploying a midfield three very much in the in the mold of a, a City or or a Liverpool or a Chelsea with a, a Xhaka as a ball playing uh, six, if you will, so the most defensive. Yeah, and, um, yeah, in, Kim, in modern terms, yeah, he's yeah. made him captain, and he's not going to drop. So no. when when Torreira's played, he's been played as a box to box midfielder like Kante was under Sarri. Actually, I feel that there are a lot of similarities between uh, the midfield three of Sarri last season, which was, he was heavily criticised for. Yeah. Dropping the best defensive midfielder in the league to play him, not dropping him, moving it, changing his position to accommodate Jorginho, a ball-playing midfielder, and moving him higher up the pitch. And Emery's doing the same with Torreira. He's playing him as a, a ball-winning number eight. Do you think he's 10. right to do it? I can see the logic behind it, but I don't think it works. I understand the need to win the ball back high up the pitch, and I would say that when Lacazette is not playing, that we it, it, it maybe makes sense to play Torreira up there, mm-hmm. because Aubameyang doesn't do that. But uh, you're then negating Torreira's best strengths. I think that Xhaka, as much as I do think there's a player in there, he's better suited to the likes of the Serie A or the Bundesliga, and he's had far too many chances in the Premier League. He makes way too many mistakes. He's the most error-prone player, error player in the Premier League, bar none, in terms of the penalties he concedes, the um, bookings he picks up. Bookings you give us weekly booking updates. I do, in the WhatsApp group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got four in seven games that he's played in already in the, in the Premier League. That's shocking. And he, Four and seven. Yeah, he plays too many. <laughs> he plays too many sloppy passes. He's yeah. an excellent passer of the ball in terms of his long passing and passing through the lines, but the Premier League is too quick for him. He's good in international football. He'd be brilliant in Serie A. Premier League's not for him. Uh, I I think Torreira should be playing at the base in midfield with Guendouzi and Joe Willock. A, a two and a one. Willock a little bit higher up the pitch. Yeah, not a four-two-three-one, a four-three-three. But Willock is the most forward-thinking uh, player. Guendouzi is that dynamic ball-playing midfielder and Torreira mm-hmm. sitting in front of the back four play, breaking up the play. Okay, uh, the direct rivals for third, fourth, fifth spot. We'll focus on Chelsea, London rivals for now. Um, obviously, there are a couple of more, but we'll, we'll compare Arsenal and Chelsea for now. You yeah. spoke about Chelsea a minute ago and that midfield three of last year. They seem to have, have gone back to Kante in the hole this year with Jorginho yeah. playing in front and obviously Mason Mount yeah. either playing in midfield or right on the left having the freedom of the park we'll, yeah. we'll talk about Chelsea's transfer ban the kids coming through but I know that they struggled in the first couple of weeks they got hammered by United but Chelsea looked good <laughs> they do I mean it was to be expected wasn't it um, maybe not losing 4-0 I don't but, know at the end of last but, year if you ask Chelsea fans how optimistic they were with the transfer ban having having had the season they had I don't think it was to be expected I think uh, what I mean to be expected was that there was to be a small betting in period 
with Frank Lampard and the results wouldn't necessarily go there. I think way a lot of people expected it to be longer than two or three weeks. I think they did. When I first thought about the season, I thought they would finish about seventh, something like that. I thought they could have possibly finished yeah, fifth, sixth yeah. kind of job. I think he's done a really, really good job. I think he's been Tam- fantastic. Tammy Abraham seems really, really, really settled in the Premier League at long last. He's got eight goals already. That's a yeah. goal a game. It's phenomenal. He's he, six for five, Joe. Yeah. And he's rapid. Yeah, that's what he's he an athlete. He has, he has it all. He scores he? all sorts of goals. Yeah, he has it all, doesn't he? Now, I've been impressed with them. Um, good, good, good side. Uh, they seem... A, I think the players didn't like Sarri last year, did they? They, they played for him in the opening is, final. Is that just Chelsea? That is Chelsea. They, so they decide they don't like a manager and that's yeah, it. I do, I, the thing with Frank Lampard, he's, he's almost the perfect appointment because what Chelsea player is ever not going to like a guy like Frank Lampard? You cool. say that, but have a look at Manchester United and have a look at Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Are the different. players giving it all for Solskjaer? I think it's different characters. I think that Solskjaer is, will come to him and I think he's very uninspired. I suppose you look, you look at Frank Lampard last year celebrating making it to the playoffs the derby didn't go up, let's remember, do you yeah. know what I mean? They, they made it to the playoff final and the scenes where he was celebrating with the fans as if yeah. he was a player, bouncing up and down, cheering and more. I've never seen a manager celebrate he, like that before. He, he's a London lad, he, he understands all of that. <laughs> Proper geezer. Yeah, yeah, he understands all of that, yeah. But he's a, he's a West Ham lad, came up through the ranks, you know, he understands British football. Yeah. Yeah, he gets it. Um, In a big way. And you think that Arsenal will finish ahead of Chelsea this year? I think Arsenal have a better squad than Chelsea. Do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. There's something I'll, 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 I'll check it here for now. But let me let me tell you Chelsea's bench from the weekend, mm. okay? Um, from last weekend, and I think I was actually shocked to hear this. Um, where is it? Um, England Premier League. So Chelsea's bench from the weekend. You talk about the strength of the Chelsea team. Uh, here we go. So Chelsea bench for the weekend was Andreas Christensen. Yeah. Don't, don't rate him. You don't rate him? No. I think he's a good player. Frank Average. Ross Barkley in the National. Don't rate him. Willie Cavallero won countless league cups don't in England. He's a decent him. reserve goalkeeper. Uh, Matteo Kovacic, former Real Madrid player. No goals, no assists all last season. Christian Pulisic. Don't rate him. <coughs> Michi Batshuayi. Don't rate him. Reese James. Judgment to be withheld. Young fullback made his debut last week, did quite well. It was tough from potentially making an England squad at some stage, but he's yeah, he's a talented right back. Right. And um, he's he's got his work cut out getting into that England team at right uh, back. Right back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, considering one Bissaka can't even get in, but not that he's been good. But at the same time, United, man, that is that is a bench full of international players, barring Reese James, I think a young kind of player. I wouldn't be disappointed with that bench at Arsenal. I'd be disappointed with that. Interesting. So let's let's have a quick comparison uh, with Arsenal's bench from the weekend. Sure. Bearing in mind that we were allowed Lacazette. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Ozil wasn't even in squad. Oh, well, would you want to talk about... Well, save Mesut Ozil for So, Kieran Tierney is meant to be a good player. He's quality left back. Yeah, really uh, Torreira, good player. Yeah. Maitland-Niles. I wouldn't have had Maitland-Niles on the bench ever. I would have had Ozil on the bench for that game. Here's an interesting one. Rob Holding on the bench. Yeah, I really wanted Rob Holding to start. There I, were a lot of calls for Rob, Rob Holding to take over captaincy of Arsenal. Rob, Rob Holding should be a fixture in the Arsenal and England side. We do have to bear in mind that he's only just come back from a, about 10 months out injured. That's not like an Arsenal player. We can talk about that another time as well. But um, Socrates and David Luiz, they're very experienced. With, with 
with holding, I don't think there's any rush to get him back into the start into the Premier League side. Yeah, I, I think the, that's very really take the time. He's done well in the cup competitions. You've got Martinez, if I'm not too sure who that is. He's he's a quality goalkeeper. He's been called up to the Argentine, Argentine squad. Yeah, yeah very okay. decent subkeeper. Yeah, uh, Willock and Martinelli. Yeah, Willock. Brilliant box to box midfielder. Martinelli has four goals. There's a lot of youth stars. on that bench. There is. Have you seen Martinelli play? Have you seen his goal? I saw his Europa League. Yeah, I know. It's all playing the league. Oh, quality. Absolutely quality finish here. I think he's brilliant. I think that's a really, really, really decent bench. I think um, that's an interesting scrap um, between those two. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't be surprised if Chelsea finished ahead of Arsenal. All right. Quick, quickly, I know we had a plan, but I want I want to move on a little bit and I want to sure. have a look at Leicester. Yeah, who yeah. are the other teams that I think are being talked about in the top four? I yeah. I'm now going to discard United and Spurs, write them off, and <laughs> talk about Leicester very quickly. Yeah, is it a possibility that Leicester finish in the top four? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a I real mean, possibility. Yeah, it is. Arsenal and Chelsea. It's a three-way scrap between they're Arsenal, they're, Chelsea, and Leicester. Yeah, Arsenal, Chelsea are both places. I think that Leicester have um, improved a lot. Let's not, let's, let's not forget that Leicester only lost to Liverpool because of a last-minute penalty, a controversial penalty. Very controversial, yeah. Many will say, this is a Liverpool team unbeaten in Anfield in over two years. Mm. They went there yeah. and nearly pulled off a result. Now, they didn't, they didn't yeah. really win the game and Liverpool were the better team over the game, but they put it up to the top of the league. Yeah, yeah. They've been playing good football. they got... One of the best defensive midfielders in the league in Ndidi. Mm-hmm. They've got Jamie Vardy, who's top scorer in the league. Yeah. Well, no, he's not. He was, maybe before that weekend. Aguero back ahead of him. Yeah, yeah. Aguero and Abraham are ahead of him. And he's, up, he's up there. I think he's on five or six. Scoring goals. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. Yeah. Um, James Madison. Good player. Getting involved. Don't know if you saw his free kicks on Soccer AM. No, I haven't. Fantastic free kicks. Fantastic. <laughs> I, I saw a highlight of it on YouTube the other day. He passed himself as David Beckham. Man, he was just putting them in the top corner for fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. over a wall with a keeper. He was just yeah. It for yeah. fun, for la- for shits yeah. and giggles, taking uh, taking a piss out of Jimmy Bullard, and um, he was phenomenal. He's a he's a proper proper footballer. Yeah, now he's quality. They've got ball players across the back. Mm-hmm. They don't miss. Eighty million Harry Maguire, no, even for no, a second. No. Johnny Evans has actually shown himself to be the real talent from last year. I know he he had a little mistake against Liverpool, but he's looked phenomenal for the last couple of years. Casper Schmeichel's fan form again and Brendan Rodgers has got them playing the right way yeah they're a serious team they're a serious you, team you have to look at the starting 11 um, Schmeichel Pereira right Pereira back. then um, as you mentioned Evans Soyuncu Chilwell Ndidi Tielemans uh, Tielemans yeah yeah Madison and Vardy up front you might have to give me a bit of help in who's been playing on the wing for Leicester but is it all Brighton still getting a game Oh, Brighton gave away the penalty against Liverpool. They did, yeah, yeah. I can't remember who's playing on the other wing. Uh, it's not the Murray Gray, as far as I know. No, he hasn't been starting games. Anyway, no, it's a it's solid... It's it a, great, a, good, a great spine. They really have a great spine. Yeah. I think that a lot of the teams higher up the table missed a trick with uh, signing Yuri Tillemans. Oh, absolutely. And I, you know, I didn't fancy James Madison over the summer as well. They yeah, the price yeah, yeah. too high. Yeah. And I think they're paying the price for that this year as well. Yeah, well, I think they overpaid for Maguire. Do you think Madison might be inclined to move to Manchester United should a big money offer come in? I think it's very difficult to turn Manchester United down, as bad as... as Even if Leicester are going to finish ahead of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. As Maguire maybe showed us. Yeah, well, obviously Maguire didn't know that that would happen, but 
Manchester United are the biggest club in the game. Let's let talk a little bit about Manchester United, Joe. Yeah. Are they any good? They're not. No, they're useless. They're really... Are, um, the, are, the, are the players any good? No, they're not. Is they're the manager any good? No, he's not. Is the backroom staff any good? No, they're are not. Are the owners of the club any good? No, they're not. Are they going to get relegated? They're not going to get relegated, but as, as I think I mentioned to you by WhatsApp recently, they're on course for 43 points. That should see them, <laughs> should see them safe. They should, should see them that. It's, it's, I think you'd be doing well to finish 12th with 43 points over the course of a 38-game season, which is where they are now, but I think that they could... But No, they're, they're not going to finish in the bottom three. They, they Will they finish in the bottom half? They probably won't. So I'd say they'll probably finish 9th, 10th. Where are the goals going to come from, Joe? Martial's not been playing recently. No, he's not, and he actually looked good before he was. Yeah, he? he's a decent player. You have to give it, give him that. You, you really think that Martial that, is a one in three? He is, as is as is Rashford. Rashford's one in four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. He is. So they, I mean, that was the big mistake, wasn't it, to let Lukaku go and not replace him? It was huge. Your, a lot of people look at Lukaku has his his critics. Rightly so, definitely. But he's a he's a limited player. One thing that you he, can't he's scoring twenty goals. A season. That's, that's one thing you can't take away from Romelu Lukaku is that he and he was doing goals. it for a really poor United team. Really, and there's a reason Jose liked him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they spent seventy because nobody else in that squad was capable of scoring goals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the funny thing is that now they seem to be putting loads of crosses into the box, and they don't have anyone in there capable of heading it in. Rashford can only score penalties and. The odd goal from the yeah, score, but he can though. You're right. You know, at the moment, and the odd screamer. He loves a screamer. No, he can. He can. Don't get me wrong. He's been, he's a, he's an exciting player. He's just. Do you think he's the victim of everything going on at United? Yeah, definitely. Has he has he been thrust into the limelight as a number nine now with no service, with no support, with all of the focus of all of the United fans directed squarely on him. The one person who was doing things the right way with Rashford... It's not like he's missing chances. The one person who was doing things the right way with Rashford was Jose Mourinho. He was playing so. him on the wing, which is his better position. If you look at game output time. in terms of goals to games, he has a better ratio of playing on the wing. He has played more minutes on the wing. And do you know what? If you look at his attributes, which are pace, and the way that modern football is going, you need your wide forwards to have a abundance of pace and to be able to hit teams yeah. on the counter attack maybe a centre forward dropping deep to link up the play and um, high pressing centre midfielders to play through balls so you want, you, you want you want to be Liverpool position. you want well, rapid wingers every, with a centre forward dropping deep and a high pressing midfield that's, that's how everyone wants to play yeah it is that's how it everyone is. wants to play it is but what, the, we were talking about Marcus Rashford and I think that he's ideally suited to, to playing on the wing I don't think he's a centre forward he doesn't have the, the know how to so is insistent on playing this 4-2-3-1 formation yeah. that seemed to have gone out of style in 2014-15. It, it kind of got figured out by the high press. And when they come up against teams that, that press them, yeah, they seem to fall apart. And they don't score goals at all. They, yeah. they, they sit way too deep and they don't seem to have any sort of territory high up the pitch. They don't seem to create chances. Um, as well as letting Lukaku go, they let Herrera go. Yeah, unreplaced. Yeah. And as much as he was just a shithouse midfielder, they haven't replaced him with anybody at all creatively. Paul Pogba's there. He turns up sometimes, sometimes he doesn't. But they play him too deep. Yeah. Paul Pogba's the final piece in the puzzle. You don't build a team around Pogba. You bring him in as a as a luxury player. Yeah. The yeah. way you'd have Mesut Ozil in the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, he, he's a number 10. He's a flashy player. He's not your bread and butter. And they're not going to win games until they sign two quality midfielders and at least one striker. And um, so it'll be interesting to watch United in January, but I reckon they'll be far too far gone at that stage. Yeah, be no, anywhere near the top six, let alone the top half. Nothing's clicking for them. No. And um, speaking of nothing clicking, Spurs. Spurs. Yeah. Love it. No, it's great to see. Um, Spurs seem to be classic case of a team that have, have run its course. If you look um, at the Spurs team that was playing kind of three years ago, it's pretty much the exact same. They haven't added to it. And that's, well, the, yeah, that, 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 that's you know, there's an argument to say don't change a winning team, but at the end of the you've season, you've got to gradually refresh players, and you've got to have competition for places. That's you've got to keep people hungry. And then players get tired of a manager naturally. Yeah, they get tired of the training, and they've got to be moved on slowly as they as they fall out of favour. Yeah. Spurs have found themselves in a position where they've got Ericsson, Vertonghen, Laris, Alderweireld. It's Arsenal all unhappy with the manager. It is Arsenal. And, and, and all running down their contracts. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. The, the three out of the four that you mentioned there, Laris being the exception, their contracts expire in June. They're going. They're not going to sign new deals. Um, there's even talk of Ericsson going for a cup price beat around Madrid in, in January, 25 million euro. Yeah. So we'll have to see about that. The club is in a mess. They haven't invested properly. Um, they've kind of banked on becoming a Champions League fixture. It's not going to happen. The thing about it, like, people seem to be shocked by Spurs this year and people had them as third place favourites. And But I mean, the, the amount of games that they scraped a win by in yeah. the last minute yeah. of, of last year on it's, pure it's a, determination. And if you look at their expected goals and the performances, I think they were, they should, they only finished in the Champions League places because Arsenal and Chelsea. That's not even Arsenal and Chelsea. Arsenal and United. Yeah, they capitulated. Fell apart yeah, 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 at yeah. the end of last year. Absolutely no. fell apart. The fact that they made it to the Champions League final, like you think about the group stages, last minute against Dortmund, you know, last minute against Madrid, last minute stuff the whole way up against Ajax, everything that Spurs did last year was last minute, and that's not the sign of a team that are prepared. No, I think I, I think they've been lucky. They for did a long nothing time. comfortably last year at all. I think they'd be lucky to keep Harry Kane for another couple of years. Yeah, I mean, what ambition do the players at Spurs have? Because the best that they the best that they have done uh, since, I, I mean, the last time they won the FA Cup was in the 1980s, and the yeah. is uh, coming runners-up in the Champions League. Look, they ran Leicester close in 2016. And finished third. Yeah. Behind Arsenal. Yeah. A year that, that both Arsenal and Leicester should have got, Arsenal and Spurs should have won the league. Mm-hmm. The, both of the fans would say they should have won. They finished third that year. Yeah, Arsenal should have won the league that Our, year. Spurs were top for months. Not months, but weeks. They were top for a long time from the from towards the run in, mm-hmm. and they they things got a little bit spursy. Yeah, and we love to see it. We do. Um, so the table. Yeah, we're running out of time. We are running out of time. Yeah, and it's yeah. been great. It's been yeah, fun. Yeah, it's been Let, Let's talk start. about the table. So Absolutely, we have yeah. we have Liverpool one, City two. Yeah, I'm gonna say Arsenal, Chelsea, Leicester. You have Leicester missing out on the top four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leicester missing out on the top four, which is strange because we. I, a couple of weeks ago, I thought they they beat. I'm gonna contradict you there, yeah. Joe, and you're not gonna want to hear. It's gonna be Arsenal fifth, is it? It's gonna be Arsenal fifth. I'm gonna have Chelsea and Leicester three and four, okay. and Arsenal five because that it's it's just classic Arsenal to fall off. <laughs> I did have that period around just before Christmas. Where yeah. things just take a little nosedive and they do their best to save it. I think the thing that you have to think about this year is that we, for for a change, we actually have players who are key players who are coming back. 
Bellerin hasn't started a Premier League game. Tierney hasn't started. Uh, a Premier let's League start calling Tierney a key player before we actually see him do it. In Have the you Premier seen League. Tierney? Let's see him do it in the Premier League. He's been playing in Scotland. Lad. Let's take a little bit of a break. Yeah, you should see him in the in the League Cup in the European League. Yeah, all right, man. You're not. It's not the Premier League. It's not. This. Let's let's no, see no, him. No, he's, he, he's not the type to not come in. He's, he's, he's not even he's not even the best Scottish left back in the Premier League, so we'll see. He is the best Scottish left back. We'll see, alright. Um so we'll move on from the top five anyway. We're we're those top five will be the top five. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Six, seven, eight. Um I'm gonna do I I I'm gonna put Spurs at six. Yeah. Yeah. You think they've got a bit more in them than anyone else? Than West Ham? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Burnley? Nah. Nah, not cut out for Bournemouth. it. Bournemouth, not cut out for it. Over the course of a 38 game season, no. Crystal Palace? No, 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 no. Crystal Palace? No, 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 no. Are you sure? No, 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 no. Sure, sure. Well, we haven't given enough minutes to Roy Hodgson and Crystal Palace. Prepare for yourself for a feature on Roy Hodgson and Crystal Palace next week because they are unplayable. (laughs) They are the team to watch. There is no beating Crystal Palace. Wilfred Zaha doesn't even need to contribute. It's all about the team in Palace. We'll talk about Palace next week. I can see Palace finishing up there this year. I think this is this is the the thing that nobody saw coming. Yeah, um, well, no, I'm gonna give Spurs six. I'm gonna give Palace seven. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, be, we we have teams like Bournemouth. Who's going down, man? Who's going down? Who's going down? Watford don't look good, do they? Watford look fucking awful, man. They look terrible. They look like they're they going absolutely down. terrible. Do you know what I would say? They're already on their second manager. I, I would say Brighton, but uh, no, Brighton are playing good ball. Yeah, yeah, I thought that they finished last season really poorly. Newcastle. No, they're really they're, they're going down. I think they've. I think Steve Bruce is probably the worst manager in the Premier League who's like managed over a really long period. Yeah. His win ratio is about twenty five, twenty six percent. It's shocking. It's not. It's good awful. Enough. They may have beaten Manchester United. That's not. That's no. That that's a. Uh, that's not a great achievement. Okay. They're going down, and we're gonna have to stick one of the newly promoted sides. It's not gonna be Sheffield. It's gonna be Norwich. Do you think so? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they're not that good. I don't think they're that good. They look. They. They're. They're missing still seven or eight first team players. That's a lot. It is a massive amount. It's a whole team. It is the best part of a team. They've yeah. got a lot of players to come back into that team. They look good at home. They've got a lot of work to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna say Norris as well. I am gonna say Aston Villa. Yeah, I think I think Villa are better defensively. I think Villa are gonna go dead. I'm gonna say Villa, Villa, Newcastle, Watford. Yeah, it's a good shout. I'm gonna say Norwich, Newcastle, Watford. Yeah. Okay. Um, who's gonna be the next manager? I can't say first because having Garcia has been done out of a job. Yeah. Who's gonna be the next manager to be sacked? Solskjaer. Solskjaer? Yeah. I'm going to say Marco Silva at Everton. Ooh, that's a good They shirt. are hovering around, what, 17th, 18th yeah. place now? 18th. Having spent, shite. what, 250 million over the last four years? Yeah, no, three years. They're, three they years. are terrible. No, 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 that's a very good shout. I think that, um, yeah. There's no excuses. <laughs> he's on the way, man, he's done. No, he's, a, he's a poor manager. He's finished. He's a poor manager. That was a big risk. Um, I think if, if, if United lose heavily at Liverpool, so okay, head. we've run a little bit over time. We wanted to keep within 45 or 47 now. Last one, John, we're going to leave you. Uh, Champions League prediction. Who's going to win it? Liverpool. They're going to do back to back. Back to back and the league? 